Welcome back to the Vine Church podcast. Today, we will be continuing our Christmas devotionals, going through David Mathis's Christmas devotional book, The Christmas We Didn't Expect. If you haven't already, you can join us on YouTube at the Vine Church Odium and Church Crookham, and we'd love to have you join us over there. Morning, everyone, and uh, welcome back to our uh, devotionals. Uh, good to see everyone and, uh, and and happy Christmas, I suppose. It's now appropriate to start saying that to everyone. So uh, so this morning, we're carrying on through uh, David Mathis's book, The Christmas We Didn't Expect. And uh, today I want us to focus on something quite, um, I suppose, quite powerful, really. The whole concept of the habit of Christmas. What's the habit of Christmas? And David Mathis makes a point, which I, I actually made on in my sermon on Sunday, that when we talk about uh, Christmas, we and we often use the word Advent, Advent means waiting. Now, obviously, when we're talking about the first coming of Jesus, we're not waiting. We are, you know, we're living after it. We have experienced it. Um, but when we talk about Advent, it's kind of like what we, what we as Christians think when we talk about Christmas is that we're kind of, we're between two comings. We know that much has come, but we're also waiting still. We're waiting for more to come. And so as Christians, Christmas is really a time of anticipation as well as celebration, uh, living in between the two advents of Christ. And I think Mathis makes a, a really uh, good point. And if you if you haven't already uh, got the book, I think it's really worth grabbing it and just well, reading what he says on, on today's reading, because I think it's a really good point about getting in the habit of um of of christmas of of waiting of anticipation of studying christ you know studying the fact that jesus has come uh, into our world and letting us be really affected by that but at the same time i do think that there can be a danger that we uh when we talk about christmas and we talk about advent and we we say rightly you know we're anticipating the second coming that we can kind of let ourselves be swallowed up with uh, talking about the second coming, when Jesus comes again, and not focus on just how much was achieved at the first Christmas, how much happened at the first coming. You know, and and I think one of the reasons is we're a bit detached. We've never actually seen Jesus in uh, personal form. We haven't been able to touch him. And so for us, it's kind of like, well, that was good for them. Maybe maybe you don't agree with me on this, but I get the kind of... um, kind of the mindset generally is that was good for them, but I want to see Jesus. I want to have him, um, which I think is fair enough. But I think a really healthy uh, thing for Christians to to reflect on is just how much God achieved in the first coming and how powerful that is for us. Uh, a few weeks ago, Anna and I were reading uh, 1 Corinthians. And when we got to 1 Corinthians 2, we found something that Paul says quite powerful really on this point. Uh, so he he says this, um, we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. Now, when you kind of read through that, 
that the what what Paul's saying is um, Christ has been revealed to us. He wasn't revealed to the, the rulers of this age, otherwise they wouldn't have crucified him. They didn't realize who he was. And if you think about that, what, what he's saying is when we hear those words, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor you know, nor heart imagined, what God has prepared for those of us who believe. I don't know about you, but I pretty much always hear it in the context of either uh, heaven or the resurrection or when Jesus comes back, which I suppose you could kind of collapse them all into the same thing. You know, these things that God has prepared is our future. And yet Paul's saying, no, 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 this is Christ. That the amazing things that God had prepared that, that no one could imagine or perceive, that was when Christ came into the world. I think that's really powerful for us as Christians to think, wow, yeah, the second coming, you know, Jesus coming back for us to dwell with him, that's going to be amazing. But let's not sleep on, let's not underplay how significant it is that we can even talk about the Christ who is coming back, the one that we know, the one who's been revealed, the one who has already paid for our sins on the cross, the one who has done everything in order to bring us back to him. That's quite powerful, really. And so I don't want to say Let's ignore the second coming. In fact, I want to say let's really reflect on the fact that we're waiting for our king to come back uh, at Christmas. But I also want to just really appreciate just how much has been revealed, how much God has done in the first Christmas. So I think like Mathis, when he talks about the habit of Christmas, it really does have to be a habit of anticipation and celebration in equal measure a habit of when we get into the Christmas season, just really worshipping and, and and thanking God for what he has done in sending Jesus. I think like he does, reading good books on the topic, I think is a really good idea. Uh, Anna and I have a book by John Piper that we read at Christmas time, which we find really, really helpful. In fact, he was saying much the same thing in his uh, yesterday's reading. Um, but at the same time, while we're focusing on, on celebration and thanking God, we also really want to be uh, getting into a mindset of anticipation, of a knowledge that um, Jesus is going to come back here to this world and resurrect us. We're going to have new glorified bodies like he had. And that is something really to look forward to, the whole creation restored. And that's what Jesus won at the first Christmas. That's what Jesus um, achieved. That's what he paid for at the first coming so that we can enjoy the second coming. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you came uh, in the person of Jesus. And Lord, we, we thank you that um, whilst we know that you came, we also know that you're coming back. So Lord, help us to um, anticipate and, and, and look forward to your return, but also, Lord, not to underplay how significant your first coming was. Lord, that the, the wonderful things that you have prepared for your people have now been revealed to us in the person of Jesus. So help us to uh, celebrate and anticipate this Christmas season. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.